Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this show, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth a trip to the theater or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On this episode, I'm talking about the new movie, Renfield, just hit streaming, I believe is on Peacock. I believe that is the service I watched it. Uh, this came out this year, 2023. Directed by Chris McKay, written by Ryan Ridley, Robert Kirkman, and Ava Tramer, starring Nicholas Holt, Nicholas Cage, and Aquafina. The movie Renfield is Dracula's henchman. Renfield himself is Dracula's henchman, and uh, inmate at the Lunacasa. Wait, this is not true. This is a crazy plot summary that I got from... Is this right? That I got from IMDb. Renfield, Dracula's henchman and inmate at a, a lunatic asylum for decades, longs for a life away from the Count, his various demands, and all the bloodshed that comes with it. Uh, it I, w watching this movie... I, I don't remember a, a lunatic asylum whatsoever. This movie starts where they're in this house somewhere else and some religious figure is trying to uh, get rid of Dracula. And they have to move to New Orleans and they live in a hotel. I don't know where the lunatic asylum came from on this. This is crazy. This is crazy. So right off the bat, I got a problem with IMDb. I got a problem with where this came from. But this movie had a lot of ups and downs. So I'll get into that. But overall, I actually liked this movie. I was looking forward to this movie. I saw when this obviously hit theaters, seeing that Nick Cage was going to be Dracula. Sounds like a lot of fun. I'm a fan of Nick Cage. He's a guy that loves to take massive swings with his take on whatever role he happens to be acting in so him as dracula super interested i'm a fan of nicholas holt as well i believe he's the kid from uh that one movie with that one british guy um about a boy it's kind of crazy that he does kind of in many ways resemble hugh grant he is like, he is, he, I wouldn't be surprised if he was related to Hugh Grant. Because they do kind of, kind of have a similar look. They're obviously both British as well. But I'm a fan of him. I, I've seen him in some other stuff recently. And uh, it's nice to see child actors actually not completely losing it in the industry. And who knows, maybe he took some time off. Whatever, whatever. Uh, but... You know, looking forward to this movie. And it was a lot of fun. This movie's got over-the-top action, which I love. You know, if that's the type of movie they're doing, I'm in it, right? If it makes sense for the movie, I'm in it. 
has very cartoonish violence. I would say that if you're a fan of Jackie Chan movies, that kind of comedy action kind of combination of movies, I would say you'd probably like this one. Also, if you're a fan of the Crank movies, another kind of blend of comedy action, very kind of cartoonish or video game over-the-top action. Um, also has uh, essence of Planet Terror, the Grindhouse movie with, uh, again, very B-movie, over-the-top action, buckets of blood. There are buckets of blood in this movie as the fight scenes happen. Uh, so if you're a fan of all of those things, if all of those ingredients sound like uh, it would make a movie that you'd be into, then I'd recommend this movie. I had a lot of fun watching it. I didn't have a very high bar. I'm not a very big vampire fan, but I am a fan of Nick Cage. I am a fan of Holt, Nicholas Holt as well. And I, it sounded like an interesting thing. Like from the trailer, it's like he, Nicholas Holt's character Renfield is going to these like uh, these group meetings for people who are in toxic relationships. And, you know, clearly his relationship with Dracula being a familiar for Dracula is is probably one of the most archetypal bad relationships that you could be in codependent toxic relationships so I thought that was a fun kind of take on the vampire story and uh watching it it was a lot of fun I had a lot of fun watching it I this is a movie that has gotten some criticism I guess because the story isn't great uh the you know it's kind of just your basic story but you know, I would say, and this is an excuse that I don't necessarily like when people use it, but it's like, it's an action movie, bro. Why do you care about the story? Or it's like, oh, it's a comedy, bro. Why do you care about the story? Just like, you know, overlook that stuff. And it's like, at the same time, I think that it's a weird line that movies can ride where they don't necessarily have to care as much about the story. And it could just be about fun action. But I would say the story is enough for this. You know, I, I don't think this is a movie that, like, you need to th just completely disregard the story and just, you know, make an excuse that it's like an action movie or it's a comedy. So it doesn't really matter about the story. It doesn't really matter about the acting. Because there's a lot of movies where people will have that argument when I'll, I'll be critical of a movie uh, and like especially comedies and action movies tend to be the two genres where if the story is really stupid or if there's a lot of stupid things that happen in the movie and I'm critical of it, they will fire back with like, oh, you just need to like overlook that stuff. And I don't think I was doing much of that. I, I kind of felt like I understood the vibe of this movie. I, if it, I mean, the it was interesting, the story. The take was interesting. I mean, in so many ways, this is almost like a, like a self-help motivational type of underline to the story because he's trying to get out of this toxic relationship, right? I mean, but the, the backdrop to it or the way it's talking about this thing is through, you know, the vampire. And then you also have, like, really fun action scenes like there's really fun action moments very comedic 
There's also the subplot part of this is uh, Aquafina had no idea Aquafina was in this movie. She plays like the one good cop in the town where all the other cops are bad cops. So I would say probably one of the most accurate portrayals of police in any movie because usually movies it's like, oh, there's a few bad cops and then like everybody's got to deal with, you know, the cops are really good at policing themselves and it's such a hassle having like internal affairs breathing down our necks the whole time. Right. And it's not like an actual systemic issue with police departments. This, this shows it and it does it in an over the top way because it's a comedy. So it's doing over the top, the action, very over the top. The fact that there's buckets of blood over the top. And then you also have a crime family that is also part of the story. So a lot of interesting ingredients, a lot of interesting takes, and I think the acting was great. Ben Schwartz, the uh, he's a guy that's annoying and he's like plays a great a great annoying character from Parks and Rec. I think is the first time I I recognized him or you know he got on my radar. I, we've seen him in other things. He kind of plays the son of the crime boss, his mom, and trying to like prove to her that he's could be a good leader of the family type of a thing so I, I enjoyed all of those aspects of it so i thought it was a lot of fun let's take a quick break from this episode because i want to talk about are you looking for the perfect gift for that art lover in your life look no further than inspiredisorder.com our gift cards can be used to purchase original artwork from the many faces a collection of over 2,000 original abstract ink portraits these one-of-a-kind pieces make for a truly unique and meaningful gift but that's not all. Our gift cards can also be used to purchase high quality prints and t-shirts featuring these amazing paintings. Plus, if the recipient is a fan of the Ray Taylor show, they can use the gift card to purchase merchandise from the show as well. So why wait? Head on over to inspiredisorder.com and purchase a gift card today. Your loved one will be sure to appreciate the thought and creativity behind such a unique gift. Thank you for considering inspiredisorder.com for all of your gift needs. And now, back to the show. And this movie had a lot of challenges coming to fruition. Because this was a movie that was supposed to be part of Universal's kind of new take on the monster movies that was kicked off with The Mummy in 2017 with Tom Cruise that flopped, that I heard was horrible, haven't watched it, some point I'll, I'll watch it, but it was trying to create the universal monster movie universe, right? The Mummy, Dracula, Invisible Man, Frankenstein, all the, the classic universal monsters from the classic horror movies from Universal. They were trying to create their Marvel-esque, DC-esque universe of monster creatures, but because The Mummy was such a horrible film and did so horribly they decided to take to do some drastic changes to what this movie was initially supposed to be uh and they decided to lean into the comedy of this movie and the comedy aspects of the story which i love i love I, if this was part of a universe and there was a bunch of action comedy movies with these monster characters these universal monster characters i'd be totally in because it's something 
Like, everybody's trying to do these serious things. Everybody's trying to be Marvel, which even Marvel can't be Marvel anymore. Like, I, the, what they did with the whole, I don't even know what the, uh, the whole arc of the Marvel thing that ended with the Avengers movies that was like, the culmination of that and how they were able to pull that off were amazing. I haven't really cared about Marvel movies since those movies came out and they kind of finished that whole arc with the the Infinity Gauntlet and all that kind of stuff. Like they can't they've been struggling to repeat the magic that they did. DC obviously having tons of problems. So for some reason trusting the stories in the hands of Zack Snyder, somebody who I think is one of the most overrated directors working and it was just mind-blowing that they they bowed to the trolls online to allow him to reshoot a bunch of a movie that was garbage and eventually i'll go back and watch those and force myself to sit through three hours of slow motion but uh nobody's been able to do that but they've all been trying to do it in a serious way because the Marvel thing, pretty serious. I mean, there's definitely some lighthearted nature. It's definitely part of a Disney thing. DC, clearly very serious. I would imagine The Mummy with Tom Cruise was supposed to be this like grounded, serious take. But if they were to do like this fun, over-the-top comedy action with great fight scenes, with like kind of ridiculous, you know, aspects of it, bringing in the comedy, but then also kind of having a little layer of some story that's behind the scenes on some level, I would love it. I, th I think this this movie nails it. And you look at the ratings of this movie, Rotten Tomatoes, I think it was like around 50. It's not fresh, which is fine. These, the audience score, however, is like 87% or something like that, which makes complete sense. Right, I, I, for the most part, will pay attention to Rotten Tomatoes. But depending on movies, like movies like this, like there are definitely exceptions to the rule of Rotten Tomatoes, especially if the audience score completely contradicts the, the ranking or the, the critic score, as it were. Like I would definitely, I definitely listen and follow the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes for like serious movies movies that probably have good story interesting story direction all those things but uh when it comes to like comedy and action i think a lot of those things are subjective in a lot of ways comedy specifically so if a comedy does really well in the the fan score then i, I think that that can overcome a bad critic score and i think this is one of the examples of that but a lot of fun Right, it you have this story told from the perspective of his familiar, in some ways, kind of not as dry humor or funny as like what we do in the shadows, but still like a new take on that type of story. Which I, again, not a fan of Dracula vampire stories in general. So, if you can do something fun with it, like this, and not like the Twilight franchise do something actually fun and not something like unintentionally like bad like really bad like the twilight movies were where this one's like intentionally over the top i think it works 
and how they set it up. It's like a this movie starts like very black and white, like you're watching the old Boris, Boris Karloff Dracula movies, but it's Nicolas Cage, which I think is plays a great Dracula, and it's a fun way to kind of set everything up, set up there. Which I at some point I want to go back and watch all of the classic Universal monster movies just to see the origins of it and you know see where it all started and also as an excuse to just go back and watch a bunch of classic movies that i haven't seen um pretty great a lot of great fight scenes very over the top action and comedy in some ways also kind of reminded me of kung pao which is another wild movie that's a movie that i'm surprised never got a sequel uh, again, Crank, similar to that. Planet Terror in some ways. Buckets of blood. Limbs getting torn off. Just like very unrealistic things happening to human bodies. Like in Kung Pao where a guy's a whole a perfect s circle gets punched out of a guy. Which is a really fun... Like that... What Kung Pao did with classic martial arts films... I think this movie does with classic horror films, which is even more of a stretch than the martial arts stuff because there are fun, fun fight scenes in this. Um, but then also you have the motivational self-help aspect of this movie, overcoming a toxic relationship, codependency, all that stuff. And you have the story of the one good cop, local crime family, But I do want to get into spoilers, talk about just a few fun scenes, specifics of this movie. So if you haven't seen this movie, I highly recommend checking it out. Especially if you're into funny, over-the-top action movies. One of the best, one of the, like, kind of, you know, I think you're pretty quick to see the tone of this film. And also to see the level of, like, there's some good digital effects in this. There's some great fight scenes in this. And it's still funny. Like, part of it, like, Renfield is going to these meetings because he needs to find bodies for Dracula so that he can regenerate because he got messed up from the last place and it's this whole cycle that they go in he mentions like we'll go to a place and then it'll get to a point where Dracula gets found out and some bad stuff happens they have to move to another place and the whole thing starts over where he has to find all these bodies for Dracula to kind of heal himself and and get his strength back and all that stuff and then everything goes to shit again and they move on somewhere else so it's like this endless cycle, which is very similar to people who are in toxic relationships that repeat a cycle of abuse in a lot of cases. Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about, are you a fan of art, movies, and all things entertainment? Then you need to check out youtube.com slash inspired disorder. Our page is jam-packed with all kinds of great content, including making of videos of the many faces and ongoing art series of abstract ink paintings. But that's not all. We also feature daily episodes from the Ray Taylor Show, a podcast that brings you movie reviews, TV 
TV show reviews, episode recaps, opinions on news and entertainment, and much more. There's also a weekly diary and top five movie rankings of a variety of categories. And if that wasn't enough, we've also got how-to videos covering all kinds of topics. So why wait? Head on over to youtube.com slash inspired disorder and start exploring the amazing content we have to offer. And now back to the show. So they are in New Orleans, the new place, and as a way to find victims to take to Dracula, Renfield goes to the meetings and wants to get the monsters that all these people are talking about. So trying to do good by eliminating the monsters that all these people are in relationships with, he will then be able to feed his monster, which is an interesting thing. But obviously goes wrong. The whole ska. The first off, I, I I am a fan of ska. Not a huge fan. I was a big fan of it when it was popular in the late '90s, early 2000s, and still enjoy it. And it's definitely a sad trend that people like to shit on ska for some reason. And this movie does as well. And. Where he goes and he like has to chloroform all of the ska guys, which leads to a great fight scene. He punches a guy's head off. There's like this evil monster guy, one of like this like muscle guy that works for the family crime family, and he's like you know would be a character in a video game, an end boss kind of video game kind of look to him, like overly large guy and seeing Renfield beat him up and chloroforming everybody, eventually punching the head off of this guy, Renfield getting power from eating bugs. Like, there's a lot of fun kind of aspects to this. But seeing that fight scene, one, showed the type of fun fight scenes we're going to see. But also to see the -the over-the-top thing when the head gets punched off. Very fun. Like, I was right there with it, even though it was making fun of ska music. Uh the look of Dracula, the prosthetics that Nicolas Cage and the acting of Nicolas Cage, I think I loved all of that stuff. There, the use of the makeup and prosthetics were great <clears throat> as he's kind of slowly regenerating throughout this movie. But also the fact that, you know, it, it still uses some fun practical effects, but also clearly a lot of digital effects, like a lot of digital blood in this. But I still liked it. Which usually I'm not a big fan of digital stuff. But I think the fact that it's so over the top, I think, allows it to be... Like, it gives the CG an excuse to be there. There's another great fight scene in the restaurant where he first meets Aquafina's character, Rebecca, the good cop. And that's a fun fight scene as well. She calls him a hero, and then that's like kind of this wake-up call for him that like maybe he wants to do good obviously can't <clears throat> the there's the moment where Renfield has like started a new life painted his apartment orange and gotten very bright colors got like this wall with all the motivational posters pinned up on it and eventually Dracula finds out and goes and confronts him there and it's very much like a manipulative narcissist playing the victim like, so even though it 
has this kind of subplot these this these themes of toxic relationships and being manipulated and codependency it still handles those things very well in the dynamic between renfield and dracula which i i appreciated that there's also later on there's a great complex a fight scene at that apartment complex where the cops and the crime family show up uh there's when he rips the arms off and uses them as nunchucks was great there's the great like so much blood some people getting torn apart like it is crazy these fight they're a lot of fun but also just the massive amounts of blood that kind of sprays everywhere is is a lot of fun as well and there's this kind of like build up to this final showdown right where they're at the lobo's house Right, they've become the new familiars, which I I enjoy that aspect of it too. You know, Dracula wanting to take over the world, ty- tired of just doing these little things in cities and having to move. He's like, I'm just going to take over the whole world. So of course, the the crime family wanting to participate, be part of that, and him kind of you be, turning them into the familiars and having the big showdown between Renfield and Rebecca against the Lobos, and despite there being some fun moments in that final mass these final fights that take place it felt a little underwhelming like there's some great moments like there's a moment where renfield does like this spinning flying kick to uh to the uh to ben schwartz character and you see an x-ray view of him and you see how the kick makes him explode out of his ass and his mouth at the same time which is really fun really funny kind of a a a scene there's a lot of kind of fun moments in that but it just felt a little underwhelming also aquafina maybe not the most like i love aquafina in everything she's been in but this film it just like i didn't feel like she was kicking anybody's ass (laughs) like i didn't I didn't feel like, I mean, it, it was cut very well to do the best to make her look, but she's like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I like her. I don't think it was the best use of Aquafina in this movie. But still, last fight, the whole set pieces that happened, a little underwhelming, but still a lot of fun. Right? This movie, a fun action movie, some great fights, great fight scenes fun visual effects and makeup story despite it being kind of a bit basic it's i think it still had enough the movie clearly leaning into the big over-the-top action being funny not taking itself too seriously but still having some interesting themes running through it fun fight sequences mild romance between rebecca and renfield right the themes of overcoming a toxic relationship codependence relationship i i appreciate all that stuff added a fun layer to it and uh i will always appreciate a movie that accurately depicts the police this movie being one of them uh first blood the first rambo film is a great honest depiction of cops and how they love to escalate things and abuse their power and harass people this movie 
the entire police department being corrupt. Uh, you know, I, I, I appreciate movies that are, aren't trying to like shove the propaganda down our throats. Like cops are good guys. Cops are just misunderstood. If, and if only they didn't have the internal affairs breathing down their necks, they'd be able to solve crimes. It's like the same argument of like the only reason businesses aren't able to do good things is because of all the government regulations. <laughs> it's just like it's a wild way to justify some of the worst things that happen in the world. Um, anyway, I, I enjoyed this movie. I highly recommend checking it out. I want to thank everybody for tuning into this episode of the Ray Taylor show. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts on Renfield. Don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new movie and TV show reviews and join the conversation by leaving a comment on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube. If you're watching this, youtube.com slash inspired disorder until next time, enjoy the show. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.